Hello, what's up? What it do? This is Talking in Circles episode. Ocho. Ocho. Yeah, welcome. I'm Connor. This is Ben. Benny Jones. How's it going? It's been a minute. It has. Missed you guys. Oh, man. <laughs> it's literally been a minute. We still have the mustaches, by the way. I don't know if you've even seen them because we're just talking. <laughs> One of but, these days... We're gonna do we're dropping. a video as well. And then our three listeners can see our pretty face. We should honestly film this sometime. That's where... literally what I just said. <laughs> yeah, but like, you know what I mean? Like, film the podcast, upload it to YouTube. No, <laughs> yeah. that would mess with our stats. Yeah, I know what you mean. That's that would mess what with I was stats. talking about. <laughs> That'd be really good. Yeah. Oh, what stats? We have really good stats. Okay, so if you want to hear this, we had 130 almost listeners on the first episode. Stop. And Don't be putting out our stats. <laughs> that was seven episodes ago. I think we lose two each time. <laughs> well, we lost 60 good, and then we lost two each time. With that. Yeah. All right, anyway, who cares? Um, Hopefully this encourages you. Should we just go right into it? Sure. All right. You're shaving your stash. No. I did trim it, though. Dude. Okay. You know what I know? So I just shaved everything else mm-hmm. to, to accentuate my stash more. Yeah, it looks really good. It's like handlebarish almost. Just tiny handlebars, though. It's nice, right? It's got grips. Dude. But I just went in the bathroom, and I saw a couple little stray hairs I missed. Mm-hmm. When you think you're an expert... Do your jawline, though. And then you look like a... A rookie, but mm-hmm. my jawline, your jawline is sharp. Mine don't cut it. <laughs> hey, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, well, you got good foundation. We're losing weight. We're losing weight. We're getting in yeah, there, buddy. That healthy video you put out, dude. It's fire. Did you guys see it? I did. Dude, it's really been working though. So I'm gonna keep it up. That IF. IF though. IF and mostly eating healthy has been really. I feel good though, you know, like right. I feel light and Mimi sees me for the first time after like weeks and she's like, yeah, you're looking skinnier. You're, nice. looking, you're looking skinnier. And I'm like, oh, I thank it. you. But just a, just a tad. Today I had a lot of food. So, but with a healthy lifestyle, you have to have room for that. Like I'm not into the dieting thing anymore because mm-hmm. it's, it's a lifestyle. It's like, well, if you're dieting, that should only be temporary. Well, it'll. It always is temporary, you know? Right. And it doesn't lead to, like, lasting change, mm-hmm. I feel like, a lot of times. Yeah, you want you know something what I mean? sustainable. Yeah, and not just sustain. I mean, and I'm doing something that I find sustainable and not drastic, and I'm losing weight like I was when I was dieting. Like, a pretty good pace. So, I'm happy with that. Dude. My hair looks funny? <laughs> no, your snapback's almost on the last button. How big is your head? <laughs> I'm, I have a huge head. small head. I just, I just wanted it to keep it loose. Hang loose, kid. Get stupid. Don't know. I don't really think I know that song either. I just know those lyrics. Nice. Benny Jones, Dropping Fire, 2020. Dang, bro. It's a pandemic out here. You flowing. You flowing like hot lava in here. <laughs> Metaphors on point. 
anyways. Yeah, so I'm pumped about that, dude. Eating healthy is key, but like, I feel like now that I'm not restricting myself and I'm like allowed to eat some bad stuff, like I'll do a little bit of bad stuff, and then later I'm like, I'll just eat something nourishing. Right. That's you know? how I feel about life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, sounds like some... kidding. <laughs> I'm joking. Yeah. It's. You've been working out much. Can't you tell? No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I can't. <laughs> oh, no, actually not that much. Really? Well, you're working a lot. Yeah. I'm sore after work, dude. But well, I've been... Uh, you're like a tree care guy, so that is, that's like a workout, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's been good, but I've been doing some stuff. Mm-hmm. Been doing, been getting on that Athlean X grind a little more. Dude. Dude, he's got these follow-along workouts that just make it easier. Mm-hmm. Like, well, mini, like six minute ab workout or whatever mm-hmm. or like i did this the last couple times i did it today and a couple of days ago is a 10 minute chest workout mm-hmm. that's all it is 10 minutes really it's 10 seconds on 20 seconds off for oh 10 so minutes. it's almost like hit training pretty but with, pretty but much. it's tabata technically. that's really cool it's 10 10 seconds on 20 seconds off mm-hmm. for 10 straight minutes that's exhausting yeah, I well, the that. 20 seconds starts going by fast. And the 10 yeah. seconds is like, okay, yeah, you can do anything. Is it a lot of push-ups and body weight? It's all push-ups. Okay. Just different variations. Okay, I should do that, honestly. Dude, I'll send you the link. Please. It's good. I need something. It's, like, legit. I've been going on long walks. And if you need to, nice, you can do it twice. But That's really good. So I've been doing that and just trying to, yeah, stay in shape. But, shh. Some days, bro, I just go ham on food. Yeah. And sometimes on ham. And I get, I, I was pushing 200 a couple days ago. Kind of proud, actually, because I've never been that, that big. Yeah. Well, you're muscular, though. Like, you're lean. You look lean. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Appreciate it. Is it, it ditto? <laughs> oh God, that is not true. But we're gonna, bro. You're stacked though. Feel that. Feel that. Your shoulders—they just don't end. You just. There's nothing there though, like there actually is muscle, like like I feel like I got quite a bit of shoulder muscle, but it doesn't do anything. So no functional strength. No functional strength at all because just there's been too much just trauma up there, like. There's been too much. They pop out all the time. Um, yeah, dude. I'll like wake up and my shoulder will be like half out. I'm not even kidding. Like I'll fall asleep. It's because I had a shoulder surgery in 2013 and have dislocated my shoulders on dirt bikes several times since then. And I think that's opened up. It's called subluxations where they like partially pop in and out. And it's, it's a real hassle, but like... Honestly, I've just come to live with the fact that my body was... You're an old man. Yeah, but I mean, well, okay, I say I've come to live with it, but I'm trying to reverse it. So um, that's part of the reason I'm starting to eat healthy. I think the less I weigh, like I want to lose like 40 pounds gradually over the next year. And which would bring me to 160, which I was a healthy 160 before my hip surgeries. Nice. But I think that's just so much less stress on your body, you know? For sure. Like honestly, my main problems are my joints. So it'll be all right. But then I also want to start regularly stretching a lot too because that's good for your mind, body, Dude, and soul. hit up the yoga. I love yoga, but, but it like, it hurts. 
It hurts my hips. No, it's rough. Some of those movements make me want to die. I was a, I was a legit yogi back in the day, bro. But like everything except for the it, spiritual. The aspect. movement. Well, yeah. I was a beast, but the movements themselves. Mm-hmm. There's some good stuff, dude. Um, uh, for sure. I'd like to do it once a week. I've kind of been, but yeah. If you can do it, um, once or twice a week, cons- anything consistent. I used to go. I would get gung ho where I do it like four or five times a week, but that's not. Dang. That's not that's that not sustainable. Sustainable either. Sustainability dude, on everything. My flexibility is that of a eighty year old man. Yeah. Or you. No, I am actually decently flexible. Even with them new hips? Yeah. Dang. Well, I should say not all parts of me, but my legs are usually pretty flexible. But I think that's just like leftover from when I was in shape. Yeah. I was once flexible. Back in the day. But then I was born. Yeah. When I was... <laughs> you were like jelly. In the I was room. super flexible. And then I my mom gave mm-hmm. birth. And then I just stopped. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> so when I was in high school, bro, so I I was doing, I was really into fitness and stuff, but I didn't have the flexibility aspect until like, okay, so it started in December of 2012. I was like, I started to realize I was missing the, no, December 2011. I realized I was missing the flexibility part and mm-hmm. I was literally like, you know, I couldn't touch my toes. I could get like, all, like down almost to my ankles yeah but i started stretching hardcore for yeah. like and in a month i could get my palms to the ground and so it was That's nice insane. dude it was nice but it was really consistent i'm and I kept always that super for a long impressed time. when people can do that my hammies just won't let me you gotta be I, I was like maybe i'd say 12 minutes a day average stretching yeah and it literally like just a little bit i should say i should do that now true honestly yeah i gotta I'm going to start doing that, but anyway, speaking of stretching, um, <laughs> Hebrews 12. That was not a transition. <laughs> what we want to talk about. Yeah. Eventually. Maybe I was like, I was like thinking in my is, head as I was telling that story, no. I was like, I'm losing them. No, I'm <laughs> is, um, what we want to talk about the idea of, um, sins that entangle us and sins that ensnare yeah. us and, um. Sins that are consistent struggles mm-hmm. and besetting sins. Uh, and then um, just kind of our experience and encouragement to on how to overcome them. and um, For sure. I just want to read. I'll start this off reading part of Hebrew, Hebrews 12. Um, context, Hebrews 11 is um, the, what is known as the Hall of Faith. Mm-hmm. You know, it just goes in different Men of God from the Old Testament and by faith Noah built the ark. Right. And and even Rahab's in there too. So Rahab, women yeah. of God too. But yeah. Um and yeah, just discussing their faith and, and um the power of their faith and who their faith is in ultimately. Mm-hmm. And then it goes into Hebrews twelve and says, Therefore we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, referring to the um, all those people from Hebrews 11 in the Hall of Faith. Let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, 
who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. So, the interesting thing about this is it starts out with the writer of Hebrews saying, Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and sin which so easily ensnares us. So it's referring to almost as like a way of overcoming and laying aside this sin uh, as being looking back at those mm-hmm. that have done it and looking back mm-hmm. at those that have faithfully trusted in God. So one of the main things, and I've seen this in my life and, and in other people's lives, of one of the main things of overcoming um, sin and having hope and, and redemption and struggles in your life is hearing stories and and renewing your mind of times that other people have done it and, mm-hmm. and stories of other people that have faithfully trusted in God and overcome and especially uh, regarding specific sins. That's why testimonies are so powerful. Yes, I was going to say that too. Because it's like God's work in a very concrete and practical way that you can mm-hmm. like see like, and a lot of times you see testimonies of people that you knew before and you're like, holy cow, you've changed so much. Right. Or like, um, mm-hmm. I know I was talking to a friend who was um, saying that they had this other friend, which is going to be like, it sounds like I'm playing a game of telephone, but they said that the person had been struggling with like pornography and masturbation mm-hmm. for a very long time. Right. And like, but then had since like a year ago, um had complete freedom over it and right. was literally a different person. Yeah. And a different person living in everything that God had for them yeah. and complete, like, freedom that you could tangibly see every day. Right. And there's so many sins like that that when I think back to that story, any of those, any sin that is, compl- like, constantly ensnaring us, um, I mean, it can cause us to be a shadow of who we are supposed to be or, like, a corpse almost Mm -hmm. you know what i mean where you're just like living through life and not living in all that god has has for you because our sin i mean if we're choosing the fruits of the flesh which is like death like sexual immorality idolatry all that stuff Mm -hmm. it's hard to live in the fruit of the spirit you know what i mean which is love joy peace patience kindness all that stuff yeah yeah and if you walk in the spirit you will not fulfill the desires of the flesh so yeah um renewing your mind of of walking in the spirit and everything that comes from abiding in jesus and the character that is produced out of that is the fruit of the spirit um everything you just named but um yeah it's so important to be able to surround yourself with people in your life you know specifically people that can help keep you accountable Mm -hmm. and that you can share with and that you know have overcome and, and you know, struggled and, and found victory in these things. Because yeah. then it shows you, like, oh, there's hope. It's not just some, like, off thing that was some crazy dream. But it's like, oh, no, this has really happened. Mm-hmm. God has helped people through this. Right. And in the same way, I know that I have hope now. And even you sharing that, like, of that other person struggling, yep. like, that's, you know, whether it's that specific sin or any other one, like that gives you hope and, mm-hmm. and gives you encouragement and knowing like, oh, God can do it for them. Yep. He can do it for me. 
So I think. Uh, okay, so I just thought of First John one, mm-hmm. uh, five through. Well, maybe we'll go to ten, but like this is super. Just this is one of the go-to things if I'm struggling. That mm-hmm. First John dude is just so good. Okay, so this is this passage is titled "Walking in the Light." Mm-hmm. And it says, this is the message we have heard from him and proclaimed to you, that God is light and in him there is no darkness at all. If we say we have fellowship with him while we walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Je- Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. I think it's just, I love um, how John like says, um, like compares our our, like sins to darkness and Mm -hmm. how God is in the light and how we can't continue to live in a contradictory lifestyle, you know? But if we are, like we can, and like anytime we have sin, we can confess it to God and he is faithful to forgive Mm -hmm. and cleanse us. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, I mean, it's such a tough topic and issue because obviously, like, truly walking with Jesus, there's no room for that. There's no, Mm -hmm. like, be holy as I am holy, he says. And, you know, and anybody that desires to live for Jesus needs to forsake their fleshly desires and forsake. That Jackie Hill Perry thing we just watched. Oh, yeah, that's fire. You know, and, and that's part of picking up your cross and following Jesus. You're mm-hmm. forsaking your natural desires of the For flesh sure. and embracing the desires of the spirit. Mm-hmm. But there, it's a complete change. Right. Amen. And and the tricky thing is, like, knowing that and, and, yeah, amen, but there's also the reality of Romans 7 and having that dual nature mm-hmm. and having that struggle. Cyclical addictions. Yeah, and still, like, the flesh is still present in me. Yep. And this, you know, internal struggle of doing what you don't want to mm-hmm. do. And whether you do it and manifest itself in reality or it's just a struggle mm-hmm. in your heart um, that you're internally grappling with it day after day, like, that's still going to be there because mm-hmm. the desires of the flesh are still there. But we know that the Spirit overcomes the flesh. Right. And if we submit mm-hmm. and walk in the Spirit, you know, like like I said... We will not fulfill those desires because the spirit is is stronger and more powerful. Yeah, dude. But and I think it's so important. Um, like, like practical victory over temptation. Mm-hmm. Scripture memorization has been a huge thing. Yeah. And also, like, and I think about Psalm one nineteen. I don't know the exact verse, but yeah. I have hidden these things yeah. in my heart so that I may not sin against yeah. you. Amen. And that whole psalm is it's the longest chapter in the Bible, and it's all about how. We need to be meditating on the word day and night um, and getting that stuff in our head and in our hearts. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think another uh, another thing is it's so important to fight these things and to, to experience victory and overcome because then it allows you to then in turn be a light and be an example. And like even in the, the Hall sure. of Faith in Hebrews 11 they would never have been able to be a cloud of witnesses unless they, right. you know, had that faith and had that, yeah, you know, that trust in Jesus and um, that trust in God. 
And so in the same way, like when we have that faith and we submit to him and we overcome, we're able to be a light and a witness to others and able to come to them as an example and help them. And there's a there's a verse in um, Galatians 6. I think it's verse 1. It says, you who are spiritual, um, when you see someone, um, well, how does it go? When you see someone in sin, restore them. Yeah, that's what it mm-hmm. says. Restore them in a spirit of meekness. And it's like, it says, you who are spiritual. And a lot of the times, uh, the New Testament verbiage is spiritual. It's talking about spirit-filled when it says spiritual. Mm-hmm. So you who are filled with the spirit and are mature in the spirit, um, restore someone mm-hmm. that is stuck in a sin um, in the spirit of meekness. So it's like once you have, you know, been walking in the spirit and experienced that victory mm-hmm. and are, are filled and not, For sure. you know, worn down and weighed down by the, the sin of the flesh, you're able to bring restoration that you otherwise wouldn't be able to bring because you haven't sure. even experienced it in your own life. Yeah. You know? That's why it's so important. Dude, yeah. I mean, like, you know, it's like this, it's a similar thing to when you see someone who has been, um, like, like so many people, you've ever seen, I mean, yeah, you've seen people like this, but people who make a full recovery from like drug addiction or alcohol addiction, um, just the dramatic transformation that you see, that happens to so many people that get out of cyclical sins too, Mm -hmm. like just happiness and, Right. and joy and like I don't know just genuine like living in like fullness of the Holy Spirit and living in that abundant life mm-hmm. and Jesus said like also one thing that's really convicted me when I've been living like that is um, if you love me you will keep my commands Jesus said and to be living a complete contradictory lifestyle um, I mean it's easy for it to start to happen because a lot of sins are Things that, I mean, they're literal addictions, you know what I mean? Right. And things that, in a moment, we believe the lie that it's going to be better. But, I mean, we have to we have to get rid of them, you know? Yeah. Another thing, important aspect of it is um, having a healthy fear of the Lord. Yeah. And so that's just another thing I wanted to bring up. Um, something you said made me think of it. And... Uh, there's a verse in Proverbs that says, "If by the fear of the Lord one departs from evil," mm-hmm. and so if you are Proverbs, do is fire. <laughs> Just remember the entire book of Proverbs, and I think you'll be good. <laughs> now, uh, yeah, by the fear of the Lord one departs from e- evil. There's another verse that says, "By the fear of the Lord iniquity is purged," mm-hmm. and so. Um, yeah, if you're struggling with the, <laughs> whether in general it's the evil nature of your heart and you need to be renewed and God needs to give you a new heart. Or if you, you know, you have that new heart and the flesh continues to creep in. Mm-hmm. Either way, and that's like, going to be a reality. The fear sometimes. of the Lord, true. Like that temptation is strong. Either way, the fear of the Lord is how you depart from it and you submit to Him and recognize His goodness, recognize. Mm-hmm. Um, his he's awesomeness, holy. how holy he is. Set apart. He's so much different yeah. than us. And so, if I mean, thinking about the fact, one thing is like just the, um, I mean, amazingness of how the fact that he loves us, but he's literally bigger than the universe. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, bro. That's, 
like someone who could create a black hole you know something that could cause yeah, so much chaos you know, and when you start to meditate on the universe and its vastness and that god like made it mm-hmm. it makes my brain want to burst i can't do it i get anxiety mm-hmm. and start freaking out i thought of proverbs bro proverbs 5 it's talking about adultery but i think it applies to a lot of sin if that's cool if I read it. Um, do it. Do it. Let's see. It says warnings against adultery. Did I say idolatry? I meant to say adultery. No, you, you said adultery. So it said, My son, be attentive, be attentive to my wisdom, incline your ear to my understanding, that you may keep discretion and that your lips may guard knowledge. For the lips of a forbidden woman drip honey, which this could apply to all sin. Like right. sin looks really good in the moment. Yeah. And her speech is smoother than oil. But in the end, she is as bitter as wormwood, sharp mm-hmm. as a two-edged sword. Her feet go down to death. Her, fi- her steps follow the path of Sheol. She does not ponder the path of life. Her ways wander, and she does not know it. And now, sons, listen to me. Um, do not depart from the words of my mouth. Keep your way far from her, and do not gear- no, go near the door of her house, lest you give your honor to others and your years to the merciless. So... That's just a good warning about, against how sin, yeah. sin in the moment, honestly, a lot of times we know it's even going to have a, a negative re- right. consequence, but in that moment, it's it looks sweeter yeah. than honey, it looks smoother than oil, but it's bitter. Yeah, and that's a good word because he's warning of the things leading up to it. So those things weren't even mm-hmm. the sin itself, it was the things that are signs, mm-hmm. you know, that lead up to it of the temptation Mm -hmm. and so that's why it's so important to understand and be watchful and to know the schemes of satan Mm -hmm. you know we are not ignorant of his schemes like we know the way that he tempts us and the way that true um we can be drawn towards something and if you're more aware of that then you can catch it you know rats go in a trap because they just all they see is the cheese they don't see the trap you know and when you're able to be more attentive to the schemes and the trap mm-hmm. and to see it and recognize it as a trap, you're able to say, no, that's a trap. Right. You know? I see it. It's a trap. Yeah, that looks good. Mm-hmm. But it's going to lead to death. And when you can see the, the big picture and recognize that, you can be able to say, no, mm-hmm. it's not worth it. I'm going to submit to God. He's better. And a lot of the times that's our problem. We don't see the big picture. We're so, you know, nearsighted. And we just, you know, tunnel vision on the sin and on the thing we want that we mm-hmm. we miss the big picture and we miss the schemes of Satan and, and the things sure. in our heart that draw us away. And so. Also, fill yourself fill yourself up more with God and, and like who he is and his word. And it makes sin less, look less attractive. Mm-hmm. And also accountability is huge. Accountability. For sure. Bringing other people into it. Because accountability brings a lot of healing. Confessing it to someone regularly brings a lot of healing. Yeah. And other people praying for you because it is a spiritual battle. Spiritual and physical battle against sin. But the spiritual aspect, man, it really helps have people know what's going on and be transparent and help people pray. Have people praying for you. Yeah. You're not going to beat cyclical sin without accountability. For sure. Yeah, and and bring it, you know, the, the... true principle behind that is bringing it to light mm-hmm. and you know there's this like sick weird thing that happens when you try to keep things hidden and in the dark and that's where you know sin and 
and our flesh and Satan, that's where it prospers and grows in the dark. But when you bring things to the light, they can be exposed and burnt up. Mm -hmm. And um, so, yeah. For sure. All right. That's probably good, huh? You don't got nothing else? I got nothing else. Cashed out. We'll probably, I mean, we're going to have like 100 episodes. What do you think? (laughs) I'm just kidding. I think, um, I think that's everything I wanted to say. Yeah, just keep pressing in, loving Jesus, seeking him. and Yeah, he's better, and there's always a way out. That's another thing. Is um, Oh, yeah. He, he empathizes with our sin, and yep. he, he recognizes and knows our struggles. He's not ignorant to that, and he always provides a way out of our temptation. And I've seen For that sure. in my own life. I mean, we were talking about this. A few days ago, like, man, I've seen every time strong temptation of anything. It's like, I see there's a way out. There's always something, a door God opens. And so being attentive to that and trusting that God is good and that he is for you. And that um, if you're his and you're submitted to Jesus, Mm -hmm. he is for you and he is going to provide a way out. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Well, appreciate you guys. Thanks for listening again. And uh, be encouraged that your cyclical sin can be beat. There's victory. Whatever you're struggling with, Jesus died on the cross to defeat everything that, like every every negative spiritual force, all, all the powers the, all of evil, darkness, all yeah. the all, all the powers of darkness. Yeah. He has complete power over it, and um, that's a really empowering way to look at it. So for sure, just be encouraged by that and keep pressing in and don't give up. Don't accept it either as something that you're going to have to deal with forever. So, For sure. All right, that's it. That's uh, Talking in Circles. Appreciate you guys. See you next time. Peace. Peace.